Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're in the food business. Yes, I love this space. You know, this is all part of the consumer goods space, but food is a big part of CPG. And on the podcast today is my new friend, Sari Kimball. She is the CEO and founder of a great new company called Food Business Success. Sari, it's so great having you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and talk <laughs> totally. with you today. I'm excited that you're here too. Um, it, it, this is one of my favorite spaces. I think you're doing something so interesting in this space and you get to work with so many companies in the space. Uh, I guess both food and beverage um, and, and not just food, but uh, I'm so excited to dive in with you today. So let's do this. I did my homework on you before the podcast and I I loved reading about food business success and what you're doing around it. But I mean, your background b- besides Whole Foods, like you were in a whole different part of the market, right? So talk about how you even got into the food and beverage space. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like a lot of the people I work with, you're right. I, I had no experience in, in food, <laughs> um, especially CPG. And um, I'm actually a junior high teacher. I don't even know oh, if, wow. that, if you saw that in there, but <laughs> I did see that. I saw that but in your you LinkedIn know? profile. Yeah, you had it on there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, middle school, I guess now. But um, <laughs> I think in some ways that actually prepared me really well to teach people how to start a business. Right? Sure. <laughs> it's funny how things all come together, and you're like, yeah, that was really useful. Um, but yes, I have a history degree. I, um, I did work in, you know, restaurant space for a long time in my twenties. I, I lived in San Francisco and, um, that's really where I developed a love for food and how it brings people together. And, um, you know, local food was a big thing and, you know, farm to table, uh, in the nineties was, was coming into the forefront, especially in San Francisco. So, Definitely developed a love for food, but it wasn't until I actually got laid off. I was working at, um, I was working with a real estate developer after I left teaching. And uh, I started working for a farm um, after I got laid off. And they basically had me design a wholesale program where I was selling our produce, our meat, and our eggs into restaurants and into small groceries. Wow. So that's really where I got the start. I wow. had no experience in this. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that was Grant Family Farms, right? That was Grant Family Farms. And yeah, they, I don't know. They saw something in me that I didn't even know was possible. So I, was just, I just kept <laughs> saying yes. I was like, sure. Yeah. Yep. And it became really successful. And that's where I started opening up into this. Uh, CPG space, essentially. Wow, that's awesome. Well, after that, you spent some time at, at Whole Foods, which we all are familiar with um, in the marketing community, community relations space. And then um, you decide, gosh, it's almost two years ago to start this business called Food Business Success. So talk about the idea behind that and what um, got you to kind of thinking about launching your own thing. Yeah, so uh, when I left Whole Foods Market, which is actually um, over five years ago, I did start 
consulting and kind of just figuring out like, what do I want to do? And I, I got curious, um, about the space and I knew I wanted to be in food, but wasn't quite sure. Um, and so I had some time and I'm very grateful for that, that I had some time to explore. Um, as part of that, uh, exploration, I actually managed a commissary kitchen. So we, I was meeting with a lot of, um, very passionate, um, very idealistic early stage entrepreneurs, you know, the ones that I work with now that are like, I make this amazing salsa. I make this, this roasted <laughs> right. nuts. You know this, this dip that has been in my family for years, and my grandma won first place at the wow. state fair. Or, or you know this this new keto um, product that changed my life and is changing other people's lives. So. They're all very excited and passionate, but um, I would start asking them about their plans for their business and where they were going to sell and are they going to be profitable? And they would just look at me like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why are you asking me these questions? I just want a kitchen to make my salsa in. Right. And, uh, you know. I'm there to to ensure successful tenants are in our kitchen, but I just realized like, these are my people and these are people I want to serve. And they are so um, clueless in a way, right? Like I said, my people are, they're engineers, they're teachers, they're retirees. um, They're people who have never been in the food industry space. And food is amazing because it's so democratic. Like we all, and most of us cook to some extent and we all have to eat. And so there's this um, feeling like this should be so easy, right? I can just share food with anybody. I can make food and share it. But when it comes to actually like selling food, we get into completely different um, <laughs> right. scenarios totally. and with the FDA and licensing. And, and then how do you even sell it? Right. And so, I, I took my experience of that piece and then um, seeing what was working for local producers. I was a really big advocate for, for our local producers at Whole Foods Market and seeing what worked and what didn't. Um, and so kind of bringing all of those things together and saying, how can I create a program um, that I can help those really early stage bootstrapping entrepreneurs? I mean, Yes, I do one-on-one consulting, and that's much more expensive. But how can I provide you know real value to get people to get their their product made, to sure. get it on a shelf, whether it's a vir- you know a virtual shelf, an online shelf, or a in-store shelf? So what's um, the what? So when you. I love that. I love that. And you, you know, you're you're working around people that have some cool ideas and and interesting products that could be potentially commercialized. And so what was the first, you know, was there ever the first win or two or three when you thought, ah, this, this could actually be a business for me and something that I convert into a much broader business? Yeah, I had, um, I picked up my very first client, um, in this space uh, three years ago or so. And, we took her jam and we did some brand refresh and we started applying. I used my connections in the grocery industry and, and we got her into distribution. We got her 
into Whole Foods Market um, under their local program. And uh, that was just amazing. And I thought, wow, you know, here's somebody who was really risk adverse. And we worked on both like the logistics, but then I started seeing like that mindset piece too, that also really needs tending. And as an entrepreneur myself, right, I have to work on my own mindset of all course, the time. Of course. I'm not a natural <laughs> I'm not a natural born entrepreneur. In fact, I never thought I was gonna be an entrepreneur. <laughs> and um, I don't know, like I just kept falling into it and uh, and I said, Okay, I'm gonna keep trying this and you know, it's been the hardest thing I've ever done and the most rewarding thing I've ever done. So, I'm sure. Um, so talk about, yeah. <laughs> okay, so talk about, you, you know, initially it's just you and you started to frame this around an overall business, but like what, what were the first or what are the first couple of areas you've really focused on in terms of growing a business around this? Like, are there a couple of key things that, you know, I'll say people with a good, a good food idea have that, that need to really get, get started? Yeah. So, you know, I really started um, realizing that this had potential when I, I was consulting um, for the Small Business Development Center. So highly recommend when people are just starting out, use those resources like, like the SBDC. And um, my county, uh, I kind of pitched to them that uh, they need a food consultant, and they said yes. So Wow. Um, people just kept coming, you know, I mean, this was a free resource, but I couldn't believe the amount of appointments I had with people just with those ideas, right? Like sure. I have an idea for this and what about this? And I've been making this in my kitchen for 10 years and thinking about doing this. So I, I realized that I was saying the same things over and over and over again, right? We were going over licensing and um, margins and I built I started building out these awesome resources and tools and um, you know pages on my website for them to go to and get sure. get the resources that they needed and, and just explaining all of this stuff about the food industry so I realized that there was um, kind of potential here for me to create a business around that to put together you know an online program where people could get a recording, a video of all the things that I say over and over and over again. But I felt like it was really important not to just say, here's a program. Good luck. Um, <laughs> right. Luck to you. <laughs> good luck with that. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> let me know how it goes. Yep. Uh, but to really also be uh, that one-on-one, offer that one-on-one uh, coaching that I feel like people really need um, because Every food business is really different. I, I like to say, like, you are a unicorn uh, in that, you you know, a, a salsa business is really different than a granola, which is really different than a kombucha or a dairy beverage or, or heaven forbid, a meat product, right? <laughs> sure. Totally. Like, every single one of those types of products is going to require potentially different licensing, different testing, different applications. But um, I, I just didn't want people to feel like it was just a cookie cutter program. So I really wanted to combine one-on-one coaching that, that is about helping people with their, like, I believe in people before they believe in themselves. You know, That's pretty I'm their awesome. cheerleader pretty and their coach. Yeah, because 
they they have this idea, but most people are not um, natural born entrepreneurs that I work with. Right. Um, a few of them are, and that that they're always a little farther along and making them move quicker. But a lot of what I do is like helping them realize like this is possible, and you you know believing in themselves uh, enough to go do it because we have to do hard things as entrepreneurs and put ourselves out there and get rejected, right? <laughs> sure, no question. Oh, well, talk about who you yeah. work with and how they find you, like, and what kind of resources you offer them. Yeah, for sure. So I really believe in giving value ahead of time as, a, as an entrepreneur. My, um, that's what I look for when I go to work, when I work with people. And so I started with a YouTube channel. So um, it's, and everything is under food biz success. Uh, so there's a YouTube channel where I just was, you know, everything from licenses to nutrition facts panel and, um, how to improve your cost of goods sold. And so lots and lots of topics around starting a packaged food business. Um, and then I launched a podcast this last fall. Absolutely. Business success. Yep. And, um, and there it's been really fun because I've been actually doing more on the, the mindset piece um, than in the YouTube. So YouTube's very like, um, you know, strategy and nuts and bolts. And then the podcast has been more, a little bit more of the entrepreneurship piece. Um, I have free webinars on my website, foodbizsuccess.com. I also have a private Facebook group where we have um, a couple hundred CPG brands um, in all different stages in their business, interacting with each other and really um, providing resources and getting people's questions answered, which is so fun to, to be a part of that group and, I'm and sure. see that grow. So talk about the, you know, the specific areas when you think about resources that uh, someone that has an idea or an early stage brand concept, really, what are some of the key services um, that really sit in that space? Yeah. So I like to say the three buckets that I work in um, are uh, the product and business development. So obviously um, we need to set up a business and then we need a legal, (laughs) a legally made product that is in a package. (laughs) Um, Got it. (laughs) It sounds easy, but I know, right? Like no problem. Just, just throw that in a jar. Um, <laughs> so we go through, you know, food safety. We go through our profitability, explaining how um, grocery stores and online works and margins, distribution, all that good stuff. Um, so, so that we have a plan to say, yes, we can be profitable with this model and with this product, you know, in a, I typically say a three year time frame, like, you know, if you're breaking even after year one, that's, you're doing great. Um, but let's have a plan for profitability. Otherwise, sure. we're just starting a really expensive hobby, right? That's so fair. That's <laughs> I don't exactly want to, right. I don't want people to do that. Yep. That's... Yeah. So business development. So everything it takes to get a physical product into your hands. And then uh, we work in the bucket around branding and marketing and creating a brand identity, identifying our target customer. Who is this for? Um, that's where we do logos and our packaging and make sure that it is FDA compliant. And then we put it all together. Now we have a product. 
it's in a package and it has a label. Right. <laughs> An appropriate <laughs> label. Be- exactly. Beautiful. Yep. Yes. It's, um, you know, going to help sell your product and get it off the shelf. Uh, and now we need to talk about go to market strategy, right? And this is where people just, that's, they have no idea, right? Whether it's Amazon or how do I go talk to buyers? How do I, exactly. you know, go to, is it independent grocery stores? Do I get on the, the Whole Foods markets and the, you know, the, the Wegmans? And how do I do that? How does that whole thing work? Totally. Um, I mean, every, you know, food shows and, um, and then of course, Amazon, the big, the big guy. So. Of course. Now, so yeah. interesting. I mean, th- these aren't all your core competencies. So like, for example, I'm sure you're not the expert for maybe you are, but like on logos and on branding and on websites and on packaging and on labels and on how to get to omni-channel versus, you know, retail in person versus direct to consumer. Like, how, do you have other partners that work with you or how does that look in terms of those types of those types of services and coaching? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, you know, I, I am very, um, I'm very holistic. I I want this to be a holistic program where you, you know, you don't just get a coach and then I tell you to go find a food scientist (laughs) or go find a a graphic artist, like good luck. I mean, I, I've really worked on, um, cultivating this amazing group of R and D if we need it, food scientists, if we need it. Um, I have a couple of awesome graphic designers uh, that specialize in CPG. And uh, I really help to make sure that a label is FDA compliant. Like it needs to look beautiful, but there are things that have to be on there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and so, yeah. Wow. So working with graphic designers to understand that space. Um, and then, you know, with Amazon, I don't claim to be an expert. It's changing all the time. There is no way that I could keep up with all of the, <laughs> right. you know, the that beast. Right. Um, so I have some awesome uh, partners that, that really do those deep dives for people in, in that world. Um, I actually do set up people's Shopify websites and get those. Oh, ah, very ready. good. Very good. Um, I can, I can help them with their basic social media, but I am not my zone of genius is not social media. So, um, I have partners if people want, that's, <laughs> want to hire somebody that that's very that. cool. That's very cool. Now, um, yeah. when yeah, it's probably different now, even two years in than when you first started two years ago, uh, do you have companies coming to you at different stages or do you have people that reach out to you and say, Hey, I really need help with, you know, how do I get into retail or I really need help with, um, packaging like, or, or do you have people truly coming to you at that early, early stage of, I have a cool product that I think has legs. Yeah, great question. So I work with my niche, my specific areas are I work with people with just an idea. Like I said, they, you know, have something in their kitchen that everybody tells them that they should start a business and they'll be the next Justin's peanut butter, right? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. nice. Love it. Of Um, course. We all have to start somewhere, just like all the people you interview on your podcast. (laughs) So true. Started somewhere. (laughs) That's right. Um, Justin started at a farmer's market in Boulder, so it's it's definitely possible. But so so those people, and then uh, people who have gotten the product started, um, maybe they're coming out of cottage food. Um, or they have a product that they're making in a commercial kitchen, but they, they're ready to take it 
to the next level. Like they're at farmer's markets. Maybe they're doing some small local wholesale, but you know, they, they got that minimum viable product out there. Um, but it's time to shift away from the Avery labels and get, you know, a real brand and <laughs> sure. get some help with, with all of these, you know, this industry that speaks its own language and has all of its nuances, just like any other industry. Right. So, so they realize like they've gotten far on their own, but now it's time to get some help and totally have, have an expert, you know, with those pieces that I just talked about. So, no, that's, it's really interesting. Um, and I'm sure yeah. as you work with different companies, you're picking up new knowledge as well. Um, talk about like what have been maybe two or three lessons learned since you, you know, you had come up working through some, you know, doing the teaching thing, but then working for some big brands and then now having your own business. What are two or three lessons learned from getting your own business started? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, like I said, I was not a, a natural <laughs> entrepreneur. Um, so I think the first thing is um, having a really hard why for why you're going to do this, this venture, because this is going to be really hard. Um, like there, there is no risk, right? There's no amount of risk. Like you're going to have to take some risk and it's going to be out of your comfort zone. And, you know, I, I actually did start a, a, a food business myself um, with a friend before I launched my own thing at helping other entrepreneurs and it was in black garlic. And um, oh. I did not have a, I did not have a passion for it. I did not have a hard why. Got and it. it it penciled out on paper. We had the supply, we had the demand. And when things got hard, I was like, no, not, <laughs> not <me."> interested. <laughs> got it. Yeah. You have to really be passionate so, about your product. That's for sure. You do. Yeah. And so I realized like for me with food business success, I have such a hard why, like, I am never getting up on this. People need me. They are, I mean, now more than ever, honestly, I think COVID has even woken people up to like, you know, the, that their kind of stable job that they thought they had or, or the economy is not, that was a myth. Right. And so this dream that they've been having is like awakened in them. And I, I mean, I'm having more and more people come to me that I are, bet. they have to start this idea. I bet. Well, I think it's, yeah. you know, there's been, a, it's, it's funny. You and I were talking before we hit record and I mean, there's been a lot of great things to come out of the whole COVID experience. I, I, I think for some people it was taking an idea and actually doing something with it. Yeah. I mean, this is when entrepreneurs shine, right? Totally. I mean, when we go through downturns and, this is when innovation happens. So it is. I'm just really, I mean, excited about seeing so many people saying, yes, what am I waiting for? A pandemic? Like, no, let's start my, let's start this. Let's do this. <laughs> um, so, so I'm here to help people. Um, so I have a very strong why on why I keep showing up every day, why I, do the podcast and the YouTube channel and the Instagrams and put myself out there. Um, and so I find that um, teasing that out of people is really such a great exercise and making sure like when do, things do get hard that they have something to go, go back to and say, why am I doing this? Um, so that's a big, been a big lesson for me and where I start. Um, 
I think being open and willing to, to learning and growing and, and not just coming in and saying, I know, I know how to do this. Um, I, I don't need any help. Right. Those are the ones like any entrepreneur you talk to <laughs> right. who's successful now. Right. They always wish that they had gotten more help at the beginning and weren't so stubborn. <laughs> yeah. No question. Um, so people who seek out help um, earlier than later, uh, I, I really, you know, I, there are other consultants in the CPG space for sure. There's not many of us, but there are a few. And what's cool is we all kind of serve different um, stages of the of where the entrepreneur and the business is at. Um, but I am like that first gate. I love that. What a cool and space so, to be in. That's um, so fun. It's so fun. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah. And like I get boxes. You know, I opened my door yesterday, and there's a box from a, a client that wants me to beta <laughs> test product. their product. That's so fun. I so love awesome. it. <laughs> That is cool. I have to say, it's, it's got some pretty good perks. You I know. know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have I, a similar experience when I have brands on. They'll send me their product ahead of time or whatnot. It's it is awesome. Um, all right, Sari, yes. this is so cool. Um, we're gonna definitely have you back on as your business continues to grow and as you're helping to grow some brands. We'll have some of those brands on the podcast too. I'm excited about that. Um, so share with our audience how they can find you. You mentioned the YouTube page, but share your website and, and any other information you want to share with our, our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so foodbizsuccess.com and then Instagram and Facebook is also at foodbizsuccess. And then, yeah, if you just go to YouTube and type in food business success, yeah. you'll pull I that saw up. That. that looks Same sharp. thing for the podcast. Yeah. And your master class. I, I saw you got a master class. I mean, I registered for that. It was yeah. free. It was awesome. Anyway. Right? I think it's yeah, awesome. Um, I have a farmer's market master class for people who just want to start at the farmer's market and get their feet wet. It's so fun. That's cool. Um So, yeah, that's where you, I'm on all the, all the places. All the places. All the things. So... And the private um, Facebook group is a great place to start and, oh. and start getting those questions answered. So food, biz, food business success. So. <laughs> That's awesome. All consistent. Um, Sari, it's so good meeting you and having you on the show. And again, look forward to having you back on. Thank you so much. This has been really, really fun to talk about um, helping entrepreneurs uh, create their delicious dream. That's what I do. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.